Hi there, you're very welcome to another episode of the Executive Code podcast. And yes, again, it's a video podcast. I'm here joined with Nicole, and she's here to ask your questions and more and more questions that you guys want to get answered and to delve a little bit deeper into what it is that we want to share on this Executive Code podcast. If you're not yet a member of the Executive Code community, by all means, the links are in the show notes. So click on the link and it brings straight to the actual community itself, and you can join for free. And one thing that we've set up at the, um, over the last number of weeks is a free mastermind meeting that we do every single Monday afternoon, 2 p.m. Irish time. So if you want to be part of that mastermind meeting where we all come together and we help and support each other, answer all the questions that people want answered to help them from a personal mastery perspective and also from a business mastery perspective, that might be a phenomenal resource that you could actually avail of. So all you need to do is go to our website, paulwilliamdavis.com. You'll find the link to the community there, uh, and or you could go to the links that are within the actual show notes description here and click on the link. It'll bring you directly to the actual uh, community itself. So I'm going to hand this over now to Nicole, and she's going to ask the questions that you guys want to get answered. So over to you, Nicole. What do you think? Hi, Paul. Thanks so much. So, you know, as you know, I just moved back to the U.S. after a long time away. Uh, I was home, you know, back in Singapore because of the COVID situation. I was supposed to be there for two months and I ended up staying for 20 months, <laughs> uh, you know, just so everything could settle and I could get vaccinated and all that. So, you know, now I'm back. I find myself with a ton of things to do, a huge pile of mail untouched, uh, even though I've been back for like five days now. And <laughs> amidst trying to get a new car and moving again across the country back to Florida to get back to flying. So it's funny because your, your latest poll in the, in the community, the executive code community asked members what they think about making a to-do list every day. And turns out 71% of responses said a to-do list helps them, you know, get things in order, keeps things in sight and in mind. But we also have a couple of people who said it's a complete waste of time and it makes them feel mentally exhausted. So what's your take on this? What do you think? Is it is making a to-do list every day a necessity or is it essential at all? I'll give you my perspective. It is highly important. So that, that's the summary answer. So let me, let me go through that in a little bit more detail. Some people absolutely detest having to-do lists or task lists. And the reason why they detest them is because what they've grown up into. And what I mean by that is that a to-do list is just a list of all the items that people want to get done. And anybody, anybody that I worked with from a business owner perspective or from an exec- executives, they could have literally a couple of hundred items on their to-do list. And really what that turns out to is a wish list, meaning I wish I could get all these things done. But everybody only has 24 hours of the day. And what ends up happening is that the to-do list ends up being an instrument for somebody to beat themselves up about. So that's why a lot of people actually don't like having a to-do list and they shy away from it and they don't see any benefit of it because all they view it as being is something that they can beat themselves up about, but also it's a long list of all the things that they need to get done. And when you're looking at a long list of all the things you need to get done, it's not the most nice thing to be looking at. Um, so you can get kind of a little bit down on yourself, a little bit depressed of, oh my God, I've got all these things to get done and how on earth am I going to get, how am I going to get them all done? But why you want to have a to-do list is you want to be focused and that's the purpose of the to-do list. 
So it's to keep you on track and it's to keep you focused. So I have a few different techniques of what I teach my clients in how to and create and have a proper productive to-do list. So if you want me to share those, I'll I'm, I'm gladly share them. But they're, they're, to answer your first question, do I see that there is benefit in having a to-do list? Absolutely is. Yeah. You know, it's not just that to-do lists are long. It's that they feel that you feel that they're never ending. It's it's a constant, uh, you know, to-do lists never get done, honestly. <laughs> There's always more stuff to add even before you've even finished like the first three things on your to-do list. So is, you know, prioritizing and making sure what's important and urgent done right at the top, the most important uh, aspect of having a to-do list? Yeah, so let, let me go through a couple of different elements for you. One is, so out of all the things that need to be done, what you got to do is you got to pick your top three. Now, you know from a previous episode that we recorded that I love particular numbers. So there's three, there's seven, and there's 12. So there's those three numbers in particular that I like. The number three, and I discussed at a previous episode, as regards why the tree is very, very powerful, all right? But think of it from the perspective of our conscious mind can really only hold on to three things at the same time, all right? So what you want to look at, so what I teach my clients is, if you pick the top three things that you want to get done, and they are the most priority to get done, meaning what's going to move you closer to achieving your objectives? What's going to move you closer to achieving your purpose? What it is that you want to actually achieve? So it's not. there's no point in picking three things that it's not really moving you forward. Or they may not be extremely urgent, meaning that they have to be done because you've got deadlines to meet or you've a client's project to get completed or whatever it be and so on. So the primary thing is you've got to pick three. So out of all the lists, all the items that you'd have on your list, and you could have a couple of hundred items, you've got to pick the top three things. Now, the best thing to do is that if you do it at the last thing in the evening, meaning that you're, if you're used to closing the office at a particular time, are shutting down work mode at a particular time. Before you just shut down, whether it be your laptop or your office or whatever it be, is you decide on what are the three things that you want to get done the following day. And that does two things. One is it focuses your mind for the following day, so you're already prepped to plan for the next day. But equally, what you're now allowing yourself to do, you're allowing your unconscious to work on those three things of what you want to get done the following day. Now, when we allow our unconscious, other things start to come up from the point of view of helping us or assisting us or thinking it out without us having to consciously think about those three things. Now, the, the question I normally get asked then is, okay, so what are the three things I, I need to get done? As I said, it's if, if they're the three things that you are going to move you closer to achieving what it is that you want to achieve, you've got to look at the day that you've got next tomorrow and say, well, the three things that you want to pick, are they achievable? in the time that you have allowed for the following day. Because you have a whole, you may have a whole lot of meetings. For yourself, Nicole, you could be flying all over the world. So you may not have a huge amount of time to get things done in, in the day that you have following. So the three things that you want to get picked are things that you know are achievable in the day that you have on the following day. What you, will happen then is that when you come in to the following day and you're opening your office, you're opening your laptop, whatever it might, whatever it might be, your first priority should be to tackle those three things. That's what you do with the very first thing you do in, in, in the morning. Now, when I'm forming new habits for clients, I'm bringing them through this habit forming process. It's a case of there's a huge amount of things that they would have done before, whereby it could be to get a cup of coffee or to check their emails or to 
respond to phone calls or messages or WhatsApp or whatever it be and so on. But before they know it, they've lost a couple of hours in the, in the morning and they haven't even gotten to their top three. So the critical piece is to actually tackle your top, top three things as soon as you hit the office or as soon as you open the laptop or whenever you start your working day, if that makes sense. Now, if you manage to get your three things done by, say, lunchtime or mid-afternoon, the feeling that you're leaving that day with is a sense of accomplishment. And that's the difference. Because when you look at your to-do list, and that's why a lot of people hate it and they don't like it. When they look at to-do list, human nature, human behavior, is we look at what we haven't achieved. We look at the gap. We look at all the things that we haven't done as opposed to what we've actually accomplished. But if you've only narrowed it down to three things and you accomplish that by the end of the day, now you're finishing that day on a high. You're finishing strong. You're actually finishing from the perspective of you've achieved what it is that you actually set out to achieve. And that's the primary thing around setting to do this. I think it's really hard, especially in you know this modern modern day and age where you have your phone with you in bed and the first thing you wake up could be you know your messages or your notifications that that came in while you were asleep and yeah. the hardest thing I think is to put your phone away at before before going to bed whether it's turning it off or you know putting it on do not disturb yeah. and so it, it makes sense now that uh you know not letting all those distractions get to you before you get to the top three things on your to-do list for the day will really push you forward in terms of getting what you need to do done and you know do you have like a specific routine that you you go through every day, a daily routine where you say an hour before bed. That's that seems to be the common recommendation. An hour before bed, no electronics, put your phone away or the, just turning it off or putting it on on silent. And then you know, having that wind down time. And then in the morning when you wake up, don't let the first thing you do be picking up your phone or opening your laptop to check your messages. Cause before you know it, you're reading through all those messages. You never stop at one, right? You're gonna be looking through all of them. <laughs> And then before you know it, like three hours or your whole morning has passed and you haven't started on anything on your to-do list. So um, I was just wondering what your routine was. Yeah, absolutely. And, and the other thing is when you're when you're reading down through all those messages and those emails and you're checking your social media, it can either put you in great form or you can it can actually put you in bad form. So now you're setting up your whole day in either a, a positive form or a bad form. So um, yeah, just to give you some ideas of our, some of the things that I do. Um, you're absolutely right. My evening routine is... I make sure as best I possibly can, just depends on what's going on because it could be personal engagements going on or whatever it may be, but I aim to be in bed. And I mean by in bed, I mean, I aim to be in bed lying down by 10.30. That's my timeline. And there's a lot of research, scientific research gone into what is the best time to actually be in bed by. So it helps from a digestive perspective and it helps that winding down process. So I'm not going to bore you with all the scientific science behind it, so a simple thing for me is literally I aim to be in bed by 10.30. And in most cases, I am. What you've got to have in relation to, and I just want to say this just as a, a bit of an adjunct or a detour, when it comes to habits and when it comes to trying to build the routines, you don't want to set yourself out from the perspective of every single day you've got to do X, Y, and Z. Because the one day that you don't do it is now the start to beat yourself up about it. So what I say to myself and what I say to my clients is aim to do it the best you possibly can and the most days you possibly can, because there will be all those days that yeah, you're not going to get into bed by 10.30. There may be 11.30 or maybe 12.30. It just depends on what's actually going on. 
but you don't want to get into the habit of beating yourself up for not getting in bed by 10 30. So that's just a bit of a bit of a detour. But apart from that, for me primarily it's in bed by 10 30. I don't remove my mobile phone. Okay. A lot of people will say because okay, you got to remove, I'm I'm very sensitive to electronics, but at the end of the day, the bottom line is you got to live in a real world. So for some of the work that I do and for some of the things that go on in my personal life in relation to, to relations and friends and so on, I leave my phone on. It's something that I learned back in 2011, at uh, the end of 2011, when, when, when something happened. And from that moment on, at the end of 2011, I, I've, I've kept my phone on. So therefore, I can be reached by somebody that absolutely needs to reach me from that perspective. But for most people, they may choose, well, look, leave, leave their mobile phone away, as in put it in a different room or switch it off or whatever. Me personally, I don't, and I don't need to. I don't get onto social media. I don't get onto any of those kind of things before I, I, I wind down. Part of my winding down process is I will read a particular chapter of a book. It just depends on how long that chapter is. There's a book I, I'm I, I rereading, and I, I go in between two different books. They're very, very short chapters, so I might read a few chapters of that. But normally, it's between a half an hour to an hour that I'll actually read, and that's part of my winding down process. And for me, they will be typically... I would just say like they're not novels. I, I never I never read fiction. They're always around something to do with my um, area of interest, meaning personal mastery, human behavior, psychology, all that kind of thing. So it's typically all, all along those themes. That's my winding down process. It's very, very simple. Um, morning process, I have a number of different things. And again, a lot of people teach that, well, you've got to do, say, you know, 20 minutes meditation, 20 minutes journaling, 20 minutes reading the book. 20 minutes exercise. And by the time you're finished, that means you've got to be up at five o'clock in the morning and you're, you're, you're set up for the day. And that's okay. That works for a lot of people. Okay. For me, it doesn't. All right. I tend to bring my routines throughout the whole day because rather than setting up for the day, I actually space them out throughout the day. So I might do a bit of reading at a particular time in the day. I might do a bit of journaling at a different time in the day. I might do meditation at a completely different time in the day. So I'll do it throughout the day. Gratitude is, is one thing that a lot of people say. When I'm working with clients, I start off with look at it, start off with gratitude in the last thing in the evening time and first thing in the morning. But that's just to get them into the practice. Once I continue working with that client, well then I'll bring them through a completely different type of practice, and now it becomes more fruitful. Is is, is what I say for, from a gratitude perspective. So they're just some of the things that I would do for, uh, as part of my routine, but there's a whole lot of other things that I would do throughout the day that people would consider routine. I just do it naturally at this stage. Cool. You know, back to the part where you don't leave your phone off or, you know, put it away during the night. Yeah. That's also, well, for me, that's also because I use my phone as my alarm clock. So if yeah. I turn it off, I'm not going to be waking up <laughs> at the time I would like to wake up. Yeah. So, you know, some people say get a get an old school alarm clock so you don't have to use your phone, but uh, that's harder than said. So, yeah, yeah I still uh, you know have my phone by my side to to use it uh, as an alarm clock. But then I find that putting the I think it's the do not disturb mode on from you can set it to where it's like from nine thirty to seven a.m. Yeah. every day, and then you won't see the messages coming in. So even if you pick up your phone, you know it looks like no messages came in because. It blocks out all the apps and all the messages. So to actually use the apps, you have to kind of override it. Yeah. And I know for some 
parents, they use it on their kids so that if their kids want to use the apps, then, you know, they, the parent has to put in like a code or something to, to unlock it. So that's a good, uh, idea. That's a good idea. Yeah, I think I need to do that for myself. <laughs> but then who's going to put in the code for me if I really need to to use the app, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's, for, that's for me, I, I just turn off all notifications. So I don't get email notifications. I'll get WhatsApp notifications. I'll get any, I don't get any sounds whatsoever. And something I teach my clients as well. Because let me put it this way, the, the, the way I describe it for my clients is that curiosity killed the cat. Mm-hmm. If you've ever heard that term before. So even if you see a notification on your WhatsApp or your emails or whatever, and you see it, and even though you're as determined as you best possibly can not to look at your emails and not to look at your WhatsApps, after a few minutes, that curiosity will build up so much that you will literally stop what you're doing and therefore open your email or open your WhatsApp. So for me, I turn off all notifications. I've tried that, but then I realized that I, I feel like I'm missing out on something important. <laughs> so I have to go into the app. So it kind of defeats the purpose of turning off the notification. So what I'm going to do is um, turn off all the all the sounds, you know, all the alarms, but then keep like the, we call it badges on the Apple phone, uh, you know, so it shows like one notification or two notifications. And so I only see those if I turn on my phone and unlock it, but I don't actually... Uh, I'm not triggered to go and, you know, go and reach and, and look for a notification. <laughs> yeah. 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 So I find that kind of helps um, yeah. you know, because the alternative is just to turn off my phone completely, but that's not practical, you know, as we know. Because yeah. at the end of the day, it, it's become part of us in terms of for us to, to, to live in some respects. And I don't mean live as in proper live. I mean, to function throughout the day. So it, it, it's something that you can't, you, you look at, are there are there ways that you could remove yourself from it? Yeah, you absolutely can. But for especially for a lot of clients that I work with, whereby they're executives, business owners, they need to have particular tools with them. So therefore, it's not it doesn't become practical for them to to remove. Mm-hmm. One thing that that strikes me in terms of because you asked me about my morning routine, so and it's tied in with with, with your original question in terms of well your your to do list. So what I so again what, what I say to my clients is. Pick the top three things that you want to get done. But one part of my routine in the morning is I'll check in with myself, meaning my unconscious, and ask the question, what is it that I need to do today that's going to get me closer to my goals? Or what's going to get me closer to my purpose? Or what's going to get me closer to my mission that I'm trying to fulfill? So that's a question that I will ask myself each morning. So it's, it's, that's just natural for me, and I'll just check in as regards what I feel I need to be doing from that perspective. What that allows me to do, because there's been more, now it doesn't happen every single morning that I'll get a, a download or an insight or a knowing, say, look, Paul, you've got to do X, Y, and Z. It's not every single morning, but there will be regular mornings that I'll get in the sense of what I would have had planned for the top three things may have had to alter slightly because I've got to do something different. So, I'm going to just put the caveat from the perspective of for people that have a high level of sensitivity or high level of intuition is to check that in, check in with that first of all, in order to, and then that sets them up for day. And that's what you do above anything else. So above your top three, that's literally the first thing you do and you work towards doing that. When it comes to the top three and even, even to do this in general, what you want to make sure and what you want to build towards is that you start to do and you want to only do work 
that's in line with what I refer to as your genius drivers. So you want to eliminate all the things that are out on your to-do list that don't correspond or aren't in alignment with your genius drivers. Because when you're in line with your genius drivers, that's when you're getting fulfillment from. That's when you're getting your joy and your passion from. So anything that's on your to-do list that doesn't meet those, well, then they're the things that you want to either delegate or get rid of or get somebody else to do them or whatever's possible from that perspective. Um, so that's one way of whittling down your to-do list, let's put that way. Okay, so that, that's literally when, when it comes to to-do lists and what some of the techniques of what I use and what I teach my clients in order to actually, how can you best manage your day from, from that perspective and what's the benefits of having a to-do list. But for now, what we'll do is we leave from there. If you want to join our community, by all means, come over to our executive code and you'll find the link in the show notes and you'll be able to join the community. It's completely for free. And we also have a mastermind meeting every single Monday afternoon, two o'clock Irish time. And you're more than welcome to actually join that mastermind meeting where we can actually share and support each other and also answer whatever questions you might have. All the links are in the show notes. But until next time, I wish you every success.